You are listening to Malloy on Triple M, and let's uh, let's fire up the satellite. Let's plug in to Los Angeles in the United States uh, and have a no. chat with Jim Jeffries yes. on Malloy. Big Jim. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm back again. First for the year. Yep. Great to catch up. Yeah, yeah. I haven't moved, mate. <laughs> I haven't moved. I've just been here. And Waiting for us. Every time your radio show goes, have you got any new stories, Jim? Not if it doesn't involve Lego. <laughs> I haven't got much. <laughs> Do you notice anything different about the show from our end? Yeah. Where's Jane? What did you do to her? Yeah. It's before the courts. I can't oh, talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Can I tell you in all honesty, she, she's got five children at home and she said she wanted to come to work to relax, not to come and have to look after a sixth child for two or three hours. <laughs> so I've just chalked it up to another significant relationship with a woman that didn't last as long as I would have liked it to. <laughs> hey, what's been happening in America mm. since we saw you last? I've been vaccinated. I'm, I'm a vaccinated oh. person. I, I jumped the queue. Is that right? Not in a nasty way. Are you a health worker? Are you over 70? I have made myself a frontline responder. So what I do is I stand out at the car park where they get vaccinated. I push traffic in different directions. (laughs) Go over this way. Your dad's 90. You you can get a vaccination. (laughs) I I steer traffic around. And people recognize me there. I'm wearing a mask, but the voice is very distinctive. They can tell who it is. So you're all jabbed up. Yeah, but people think that I'm just a really good guy who's helping out. They don't know that I'm a selfish bastard who wanted to get the vaccination for myself. So I'm just like, it's what I wanted to do for the community. Yeah. You go over to that column and I lift a few boxes. That's oh, well it. Done. I, I like it. So you're sorting out. You're kind of working out who gets in the lifeboats on the Titanic. or mm. It's like Sophie's Choice. It's Jim's Choice. Yeah, have you ever watched Sophie's Choice, though? She she gave up the daughter very quickly. <laughs> I, I, everyone always goes about Sophie's Choice. Oh, this is a real Sophie's Choice. She, she didn't take long to plan it out. Meryl Street was there and they go, we have to take one of your kids to get died in the gas chambers. And she went... Take the daughter. <laughs> like she, she did it that quickly. Well, I've got twin boys. It'd be easy. I'd be say, just get Lenny. Take Lenny. <laughs> go. Oh, see you later. Hear this? That's awful. That's the way it works. You know, people say you don't have a favourite. You do. Oh no, no. My my mother always said that she didn't have a favourite. Right? Yeah. She used to tell me all the time, "Oh, you're my favourite. You're my favourite." Like this, yeah. right? Anyway, after she died, both me brothers, we all got together, and she goes. She always pulled me aside and said, you're the favourite. Well, I remember my mum. I thought I was her favourite because, you know, mum used to, up until recently, do my washing. Yeah, what was the other child like? You were the favourite? Well, I thought I was, but I've got another brother who revealed to me that mum used to iron his underpants. And when I heard this... I have stormed round to my mother's place, kicked the door down, thrown my washing on the ground and said, I have no mother. <laughs> and because and, and then she explained it. She said, no, he wears boxes, you wear briefs. And I'm going, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it not, doesn't Nicely matter. ironed underwear. That gives a new term to stiffy. <laughs> Do you remember from WA, where I know you went to singing school? I did. The musical theatre star. I'm a song and dance man. What? I'm a song and dance man. Yeah. But uh, Lang Hancock's wife... Rose Porteous Hancock, you know, I was kind of jury out on her. Yeah. And then I found out she ironed Lang Hancock's underpants, and I went, oh, that's a keeper. <laughs> Especially when you consider the size that Lang Hancock's yeah. underpants yeah. would be. She must have lined three ironing boards up together <laughs> and then had to run along the whole bloody thing. Yeah. Hey, hey, they would have had to fold them like a military flag. Yeah. Oh. Two people coming in from either end. Speaking of flags, I have an issue with flags. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, sure. Go for it. People love flags. They love flags. America, they love flags. Yeah. Australia, they love flags, right? Yeah. And they're always like, 
Uh, whenever you fold a flag, do it triangle to triangle. Don't let it touch the ground. It's precious. Yes. It's a flag. Yes. The Americans are mental for it. Yet they make G-strings <laughs> for 4th of July out of flags. You can put this flag up your ass and we won't have a problem with it. But heaven forbid this one touches the ground. No, I hear you. I, I, I've got to say, I, the, the Australian flag bikini is still one of the, the most erotic items in the arsenal. I am yet to see a human being carrying a flag who isn't being a complete dickhead. <laughs> Every time there's someone walking down the street with a flag on their yeah. shoulder, they're up to no good. <laughs> Everyone's always like, oh, this is my flag. The Confederation yeah. flag. They, they stormed the Capitol. I was there. Were you there? I was the guy in the Viking hat. No one, <laughs> no one pulled me up on it. I wear a Viking hat all day anyway. You know, I mean, it's no different for me. I was just asking for directions. My favourite bit of footage from uh, the insurrection... Uh, if that's what we're calling it, or sedition, had to be that when they stormed the Capitol building, right, and all the maddies, they're climbing in, mm. they're coming up, they're shimmying up poles, they, they barge through the police lines. As they enter the foyer of the Capitol building, they all still stay between the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they come through and I go... This is the most polite storming of a seat of government I've ever seen. I like the first bit where they proved you can get over walls very easily. <laughs> you know, right. they, they did a good job, those capital police. It's funny because my, my father's like, he's not a QAnon guy, but he, he loves Trump. Yes. He loves Trump and he's got some weird opinions, me dad. Sure. But my dad can't use the internet. Right? How did he come up with these things? He, he's, How's he, he getting him? Who's feeding my dad the information? My dad's Tinder page is basically like a page of paper with little tear-off numbers like you got guitar lessons. What an insurrection it was. Hey, mate, I want to talk to you more about that. We're going to take a quick break and come back. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on, on that, on the inauguration. And talk about this vaccine you've got. Right, my penis is shrinking. My breasts are coming in really well. That's all I need to know. I thought it was just me. We'll right. be back after this. Jim Jeffries is with us. This is Malloy on Triple M. You're listening to Malloy on Triple M. It's Mick Malloy, Jim Jeffries. Uh, Jim's dad has received a special gift from this very show, which is fantastic. Uh, Brick Lane, which has been given away today as well. So, oh, Do you like the beer? Well, I'll tell you what happened with the beer, right? So we did the show. And by the way, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you for being part of our pub shout. You said, You're wonderful. do you want some beer? And I said, I love some beer, but I live in America. And you went, oh, that's right. And you go, is there anyone you still love in Australia? And I thought about it for a while. <laughs> And I said, send the beer to me, Dad. Awesome. Yeah. I forgot yeah. all about this. I just said that as a flippant comment. Just send the beer to me, Dad. Yeah. Me Dad gets the beer. Obviously, he's not a nice person because he didn't expect that anyone would ever send him a gift. So he assumed yeah. that these beers were meant for the next door neighbor or something like that. So he drank a couple of the beers on the sneak, right? And he thought, oh, I better not get in trouble for this. There's a couple of beers. Now, I forgot all about that. Cut to a month later, yeah. I send him, uh, because he's old, he's given away things in his life. He doesn't want material things. I send him a Christmas hamper full of nuts and yeah. berries and grapes and wine and all that type of stuff. I think that would be nice for him Good for Christmas. Yeah. He's so yeah, worried by people sending him gifts. No one's ever sent him a gift before. Yeah. He's so confused that he rings my brother, who's a cop, and he goes, someone's sending me boxes of stuff. <laughs> It happened with beer a month ago. I think it's the terrorists. They're on me. Yeah, the terrorists have come. The terrorists want to go out to St. Ives in Sydney and get my dad. That's why Al-Qaeda is all up for. And he made my brother come out there with a Stanley knife and cut it open to make sure it didn't explode. <laughs>
Yeah. Hey, now listen. You told you said you got a vaccine, but you're yeah. only half done. You got to go back for the other. Would you? Would you do the the brand new, as introduced by China, the anal swab? I did it without anyone knowing <laughs> I was given it. Okay. It was just a fella in an alleyway. <laughs> and when he was done, you asked for a second opinion. I thought I was getting a free drink. <laughs> An anal swab. I mean, you thought 2020 was bad. <laughs> Bend over and take one, fear up the pooper. I mean, imagine if this was the greatest practical joke played by China of all time. Now they're trying to get everyone to yeah. bend over and take one. You know, I've been to a lot of my dim sum restaurants <laughs> in my day. I've never had that on a yum cha. Where they're going, chicken feet, anal swab. Uh, it's great to get back on our first show. Yeah. We've already hit the high water mark, yeah. which is anal swabbing. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a chimney sweep, you know. It's one of those, oh, yeah. What? What a small British kid up there! What is, All right, then. Okay, you like? He's it. like they never let me learn how to read, Governor. All I got to do is make Malloy's ass now. All right, then, Governor. I get a tuppence out there. That's all I found up there. Give me one of those fair up the whooper. I found Dick Van Dyke up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> What about the inauguration? Did you hear? Here's, here's the greatest missed opportunity. Can I play you this? Because, you know, they have singers and they have dare. You know, I mean, I, and I, I love. Who were the singers? Lady nah, Gaga. Lady Gaga. Who I like. J-Lo, J-Lo. I, 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 but I, I, they missed an opportunity. Because have a listen to J-Lo saying, what, what's the... What's this the, land is our This land, land is our land. Have yeah. a listen. This is J-Lo. This land is your land. Yeah, yeah. This land is mine. And on she goes. And it's mm. great. But do you know, sitting on that very stage was Bernie Sanders, mm. who has yeah. done a version of that song, and he was already there. Have a listen to this. this they could have closed the whole inauguration with a bit of this. As I went walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley this land was made for you and me he's dressed like tom jones when he does it. so there's a bit I, of show I had, on the jim jeffrey show we, we we were meant to interview uh bernie sanders and like an hour before he texted me directly i've got a text from bernie sanders i he goes i'm going to call you i'm so sorry but i have another thing to do right now Never got the call. <laughs> Obviously, the thing he had to do was buy some mittens. <laughs> like, like, what was? He never spoke to me. A mitten, do you know? Uh, he's. Do you know that's turned up in porn now. His his mittens. He wrote a porno. He wrote a porno. Who did? Bernie Sanders. He like wrote one really? or something. Oh, cut it out. Now. He did. He did. It was a thing. That was a thing. <laughs> he wrote a. He wrote. You need another jab. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling <laughs> you. Go check the internet. It never lies. Well, he's got his mittens on, so he can't get up to too much trouble. <laughs> Caddy, if he's in the pool. Yeah, yeah, it was some guy masturbating with two mittens. It was pretty rough. It was it was hardcore. I think we're done here. There's a lot of pilling. <laughs> Bernie couldn't do any anal swabbing with those mittens. Yeah, on. His, his, his nickname wasn't Bernie before that. <laughs> Jim. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you once again. By the way, Jim's podcast, I don't know about that, uh, is available now wherever you get your podcast. What, what's on that? What, 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 I listen to your podcast, Jim. What am I tuning into? We've got an episode coming up about the human anatomy. We've got another one coming up. We've got astrology. <laughs> we've, got, we've got something about It's just stuff you don't know about. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I can't wait. And what's it called? I don't know about that with Jim Jeffries. Oh, shut up, Dave. Oh, sorry, I was just confirming funny. it so he would say it again. So if anyone who missed it. I don't know about that with Dave. Hey, 
Dave. Yeah, dangerous Dave is his call time. He wants to drop his dangerous. I don't know. I think Do it's a bit 90s, don't you think, Jim? Like dangerous Dave. Well, it's a radio moniker, but I... I... I used to hang out with Ugly Phil back in the well, day see? when he lived in Britain. The guy's not that ugly. <laughs> He's not good looking. <laughs> it should be called slightly overweight, awkward face. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, on so that good. note, we will leave it. Good on you, Jim. Thanks, guys.